Welcome to a very special episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities. I say special episode every single week, but this week is extra special. Why is that? Because Megan's with me, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Megan. I'm with you almost every week now, Well, too. I know, but you know, this week you're especially here, and uh, it's very special because of this. Um, today is my dad's birthday, which is woo, exciting. Woo. Uh, Happy birthday, Daryl. I won't say how old he is, but uh, yeah, it, he's, it's, it's good. It's good age. <laughs> And uh, then also, uh, the English Premier League comes back tomorrow, nice. Megan. Tomorrow is the day that Arsenal plays Man City. Nice. I'm super excited about it. I got into a uh, little uh, European football a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and it's just slowly grown on me mm-hmm. and has grown on me even more so that they're back before baseball's back yeah, and know. NBA. I'm wearing one of my Mariners hats today. You are. In mourning. It's, uh, it's <laughs> I know, boy. The negotiations there have been not great. Trying to decide why. I think it's because baseball frames their, like, they structure their money sharing stuff differently than all the other sports. So it's. It's complicated. I was trying to research it to figure out who is, who's the idiots and the pie in the face on it. And it's kind of both. Yeah. It really is. And everybody's kind of pointing fingers and signaling about where they're at. But it's kind of like, yeah, but you kind of, yeah, I don't know. Um, Snap, uh, Sports Center on Snapchat did a funny thing about all the deals because it was like, I think the one they just rejected was like the third one or whatever offered. And they were like, um, rejected the first one, rejected the second one, and now you're going to get one that's even worse that you're going to reject. Yeah. And like, yeah. So last night I was up uh, watching the new 30 for 30, which is Long Gone Summer. Mm-hmm. It was the story of, it's a like a documentary if you're not familiar with ESPN documentaries, um, on the summer of 98 where there was the two-way race for the home run title uh, over Roger Maris. So oh, yes. Maguire, Sosa, Sosa. Maguire, right? Yeah. And yeah. Griffey was in there for a little bit, but then he kind of fell off in July or August. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and boy, good golly, his swing. I, we, do you know that we were spoiled growing up? Uh, I, but see, I wasn't, I didn't Did you not live see him? here oh, that's right. in that time. Lordy. And I didn't like- I had no idea what I had as a child. I think you go through life every once in a while, you're not knowing how good you had mm-hmm. it. I got used to watching his swing, and everybody would be like, dude, his swing's amazing. I'd be like, yeah, you know, and that's what you copied in the yeah. backyard. And then you watch McGuire with his little choppy slow swing and Sosa do his little dance thing afterwards. And you're like, yeah, whatever. And then you see Griffey swing it and just lay the bat I down. Know, you're like, oh my gosh, that guy class. was amazing. Yeah. But he didn't win the title that year. Obviously, it was McGuire that was doing it. And uh, I, I brought this up for a reason. What was I saying? Oh, the, oh. the, the, uh, 30 for 30. Yeah. So, but the, then like, like the excitement and the chills and the, all the stuff of it. And, and you're just like, oh my goodness, this is what we should be doing right now. We should be celeb- we should be watching baseball and having a great time. And we are not doing so. I we know. are just sitting here. Oh, and in, I, I remember now too. In that video, they talked about the lockout of 94. Yes. Which like baseball's just barely recovering from now. So. Correct. Right. <laughs> they the year after their lockout was the lowest. Um, ticket sales mm-hmm. forever because all the fans are like, listen, if you're going to be bickering about money, then, mm-hmm. you know, we're paying good hard-earned dollars to come eat $7 yeah. hot dogs. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I could do that for a lot cheaper at home. You're bickering over millions of dollars. And they showed a clip <laughs> of Bill Clinton, uh, at the time president, mm-hmm. and talking, being asked the question, what do you think of this baseball strike? And he goes, man, it's just a couple of people fighting over a couple billion dollars. I hope they figure it out soon so we can all enjoy some baseball. And how timely that was yeah. in... The numbers have only gotten bigger 
and you just you're trying to I'm trying to find sympathy for either side, yeah. and I just I, I I have no sympathy for either side. Me guys. either, none. So yeah, <laughs> let's let's play the game. Let's go. <laughs> but I'm gonna I would be lying if I said I was gonna like stop watching baseball because I'm. Not. I know, no, so, I'm like... not gonna stop watching. Baseball. I can't wait for it to start. And <laughs> I know. The, the, them talking about like a 40 game season instead of like a 70 or 80 game season, and I'm like 40. That's not enough. That's gonna like I'm just getting into it at that point. I mean, there's still like in terms of timeline. They're still within reason of having like half a season. Yes. So I don't. Anyway. I know. It's complicated. It's complicated. <laughs> I know. If there's less games, then they have to pay the players less. I know. And then the player, I understand it's So the players want more games. I don't know. Yeah. La, la, la. I know. It's, Let's stop. I know. Eric's, Eric's already angry. It's not a sports <laughs> podcast. We get it, Eric. I totally understand. It is a follow-up from Sunday podcast. It is also just that we're doing life together podcast. It's a right? Megan and Brent want to talk about baseball podcast. Uh, we just want to talk about life. <laughs> I just want to talk about getting through this quarantine alive here, everybody. I know it's like the last week of school in our area for, like, well, of organized teachers sending out things london's cool. last day uh was yesterday they're doing a like a school parade today which is kind of cool mm-hmm. so they're they're getting on um i think like a flatbed or a bus or something like that and all the teachers driving through all of the different bus stops cool. and waving goodbye to their students which is pretty cool yeah so the reality is setting in of I summertime I think and all that stuff. technical last day is friday okay of like but i know a lot of teachers who do like weekly zoom or whatever have already done like that that's done for so if you are a parent at home uh with kids um this is a a guilt relief burden you don't have to feel like i wonder if i'm doing enough homeschool during the summer (laughs) or during the school year to finish Uh this thing off as of this week like there's no expectations man you did it Kudos to you, I guess. You know, whatever. Break you open the it. lemonade yeah. and let's 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 lemonade. Enjoy. Let's talk about something more. Well, serious. I don't know what you're drinking at home. <laughs> whatever you're trying to do, whiskey sour, fine, whatever. Um, so there's there you a go. few restaurants that are doing like um, martini mixer take like, home stuff. Take home stuff. So. Yeah, it is. Uh, we are filming this on Tuesday. Filming. Huh? You keep saying I keep filming. saying filming. Recording this on Tuesday. <laughs> We are like in baited anticipation, I, at least I am, of uh, the, the updated, we applied for the phase two. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we're just kind of sitting in, in a holding pattern waiting for a yes or a no. I really don't even care. But like this want an answer. middle period is just brutal. Brutal as you watch literally every other county. <laughs> Except for Yakima. Except for Yakima. Yakima and Tri-Cities, man. The bottom of the barrel, mm-hmm. just late. Um, we might be the last countries in the entire 50 Counties. state union. I think uh, yesterday I happened to watch the local news and they were mentioning that Yakima is like one of, like in terms of counties in the United States, yeah. has one of the worst like case counts. Yeah, I blame them. I really do. I think we're just uh, <laughs> guilt by association over here. Um, no, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't blame anybody. I no, just... It just is what it is. It is what it is. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's almost summertime. We're getting there. It's it's really light out at night. It was like 9.30 at night. I'm trying to... I know the solstice kids... is on Saturday or Sunday. Of this week? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And then it uh, starts getting shorter again, which is always yep. crazy. Like so soon it feels like. But uh, anyways, it's been it's been good. Uh, we are excited. We just purchased tickets to go to Dis- uh, not Disneyland. Excuse me. <laughs> That's this is going to be a, a big disappointment for those of you who got excited for me for just a second. Silverwood. <laughs> Disneyland is not currently selling tickets. We found that out. Um, so we are not going to Disneyland, like yeah. as, which is, as was originally our plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so Silverwood it is. And instead of being in California, LA on a beach, I'm gonna be camping. Nice. At Farragut 
National State Park, National State, State National, National State. whatever it is, Farragut. You're losing it over there. Farragut Park. <laughs> Way too much coffee this morning. Way too much coffee. Um, so super, super stoked about That's that. Fun. I really I am excited to get out of town. Actually, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I don't often have a like strong desire to go camping, but I've kind of been feeling like I think it's just I want to be out of here. Yeah. So. What uh, are you a tent camper? Are you a tent trailer camper? What what do you what are you okay with? And then how long can you do this? Is it I'm like, okay with tents. Okay. For um, how long? For how many nights? Like two or three. Yeah. Um, as long as it's at like a site with a bathroom. That's okay. my real thing. I'm okay with with going. <laughs> okay, in the so woods. not camping. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with going in the woods for like a little while. Sure. But I just it's too long. I'm like nope. Do you need like showers? Do you need no, camping showers? I just would showers? like a toilet. At okay. least at some point okay. in the day. So, all right. <laughs> and uh, well, I don't want to get into too many details on it. I'm good at that. I yeah. I, I do prefer four walls. Uh-huh. When I'm, when uh, yeah. <laughs> when you gotta do that. All right. Let's jump into pirate radio yeah. recap. We just uh, did week two of our series on pirate radio. Uh, we have found that less and less people are watching live, and yet the numbers remain totally true for, or or the same, mm-hmm. similar for, um, like, day of views and or just watching it later on in the week. So more of you have been like, um, thanks, Brent, for waking up and getting up and, and doing it at 10. I'll watch it whenever I want to watch yep. it. Like, an, I'm an on-demand kind of person mm-hmm. now. And uh, so if you're very demanding, we, we have got you hooked up. Because you can always go to eastlectricities.com slash live and watch any of these talks on demand. Uh, and the the current week is on there. All of the previous weeks get posted to the slash talks page. Uh, I know that might be a little bit confusing, but um, that's kind of how this thing has worked. It's been a series really on sort of like a social justice, uh, trying to speak to the scenarios that we're kind of going through as a country right now. Uh, but then also like just realizing... Um, the social justice issues that Jesus was that was going on in his time, and it wasn't African American racism. It was, but it was very much a uh, a here's people who are in, here's people who are out, exclusionary type of stuff, um, socioeconomic issues. Um, you know, there was uh, there were certain economic markets that were limited. There was certain just involvement that you just couldn't, and specifically in his world, like this religious system. And that was one of his biggest woes to these Pharisees: is you keep trying to block the door of entry into this thing, and that's not the way that it's supposed to be. And we said that anytime that there's a market with an entry problem, then pirates get excited and figure out new ways to kind of do things. Whether that's, you know, I'm sick of paying twenty dollars for a CD with two good songs on it. I'll develop Napster. Uh, I don't want to buy the entire book when there's one good chapter in it. I'll just photocopy the one good chapter. Um, you know, quit trying to, I, I, we see what you're doing and mm-hmm. we're going to figure out a different way to make it work. And, um, I've been reading a ton on, um, just the whole pirate system and how they came about in the late 17th, early 18th century. Uh, and it's been really, really interesting to see, um, like you, th- you, you, I, I, I sometimes we don't think about the origins of how something sprung up, right? How did this become a thing? Um, whether it's, um, you know, like a coronavirus even thing now or this baseball, this, con- you know, this c- consistent conflict with the, the you know, you know um, money issues with mm-hmm. baseball. Like what's the origins of this? How did this get started? And the more you dive into it, you more the more you realize how like uh, – 
it just doesn't make sense for like all of a sudden guys to be showing up with like um uh you know leg you know wood wood stakes for legs and and eye patches and all of a sudden they're pirates like where do they come from out of nowhere mm-hmm. no actually they came from a merchant trading system that all the, they were kind of glorified to be able to take on if you were from Spain or France you could take out English boats and and, and vice versa and then, but then all the spoils of the war go back to your homeland, and you receive none of it for all the risks that you took. And eventually, they, a lot of them will go, "Well, that's not I, I, that's not cool. I'm, I'm being treated poorly. I, I have no sort of upward mobility in any sense. Um, all of the all of the risk is on me and not on them. Um, and so, therefore, I'll just kind of make my own way and live this short, merry life and and rob whoever I want to rob and. Um, so, anyways, it's just been a, it's been an interesting kind of read, and that's where they kind of sprang from, specifically in that uh, Bermuda Bahamas kind of corridor as they try to manage the trade winds from the South and North America and all of that. And uh, it's been it's been interesting for me, and I've tried to kind of translate it in a creative, unique way for us on Sunday mornings as Jesus. How, what does what does a 17th century pirate have to do with Jesus <laughs> um, reading a scroll of Isaiah in the yep. synagogue, right? Um, and so, yeah, if, if you yeah. missed it, that's kind of been the direction of where we're going. Um, how familiar with you with, were you with the story of him reading that scroll from Isaiah and kind of the pieces of of what's involved in that culturally i think like vaguely maybe not the cultural pieces as much but like that's one of his first like declarations of who he is and what he's here for so i think i was like aware of it in general but i don't know that i've i don't remember hearing a sermon about it before necessarily or um that that doesn't mean I haven't heard one about it before. It just means I don't remember. Right. Um. And yeah. So like. Aware well, I've preached on it, it seven not... times in ten years. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah. Yeah. And I I thought interesting the part where he left, decided to leave off something. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like Jesus did that a lot, though. That was like well, one of the ways he made most good of teachers his points. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good teachers ask questions, or get you to ask questions. And they are, you already know the answer. You're just trying to get them to see something that they think they came up with. And Mm -hmm. I think the whole time you're going, I kind of fed that to you. Like I'm, I'm leaving the cookie crumb trail to everything. Right. Well, in brain science, like when you are the one connecting the dots, that means you actually are the one learning. So like the truth is yours. Education theory is like ask questions, get students to discover answers on their own, because then it actually becomes something that they're learning instead of, like the memorization stuff isn't... Instead of just, this is what Miss Megan mm-hmm. told me, right? Yeah. And I'm just reciting yeah. and, and uh, going back on memorization piece. Yeah. As I mean, like to- 90% of teaching is asking questions. Yeah. And so, like, which is really frustrating to kids who ask you a question and then you just are like, well, what do you think? <laughs> right. I just want an answer. <laughs> I think I used to think like that, though, too. Like, even um, one of the reasons that I couldn't do online classes, very, I, I didn't like them very much. They were trying to, like, it was that shift when I was doing my master's was was towards that. And I was like, I got to have in-classroom teaching because I want to be able to have him or her tell me what it is. Mm-hmm. And I felt like in online, it was very much a... Um, uh, more removed teacher, the lecture time, even if they filmed them, were shorter. They weren't as feedback oriented. Um, I wanted you to just tell me what you know. And a lot of times, especially at the higher education levels, was what do you think about it? Mm-hmm. And like small corrections especially along the way. In like 
when you theology kind of like ministry kind of stuff at the higher level, I would imagine even more so is like, well, what is you like, what do you think about that? How are you like processing this? Like, what is your, what are your, I don't know, just like that kind I of mean, stuff. I mean, but it depends on the teacher, right? Because there are true. definitely a lot of traditions who are like, this is what it is. Don't stray from this viewpoint. And, or, you I know, did not or grow up in one of those you can, you can, so. um, you can uh, paddle around in the kiddie pool, mm-hmm. right? Um, but like on this, on these bigger issues, this is the structure of, of what it is. And, and dare you not ask questions, basically, you know. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the tradition that that I grew up in. But I'm very much aware of some of those based on kind of the, you know, other readings or other pastors yeah. and watching mm-hmm. kind of what they've gone through in that way. So, yeah, yeah that's been an interesting not piece. Not the on tradition it. I grew up in either. Presbyterians right. are very much like. What do you think about it? Why don't you read and study about it and have thoughts and we'll discuss it and talk about different viewpoints and my yeah. parents even more so are that way. So, Yeah. Coming back to this idea of pirates figure things out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, where, in what area have you been oh. an open? I'm just, I just refuse to play the game. I'm a pirate. You're, you're giving OMG. me this face I know, right now. Because I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's many areas. I have like a pretty um, easily triggered, like, you don't know me, F you button. <laughs> and so I think it's not necessarily like a specific area in general. But if someone tries to like tell me I can't do something or tries to like be like, I don't think this will work out for you. But that's the thing that I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. An, I'm going to prove you wrong. Like, don't close that door for me. I will kick it open. Let me help you out with with one, maybe. Okay. How many East Lake blue pens do you own in your home? Uh, maybe like two or three. <gasps> oh my gosh, you're so good. Although you are in that back room, so you <laughs> yeah, get a chance I'm to kind of drop them off. All the time. <laughs> I have so many pens. I know. When you were like Kylie takes notes, I was like, that's 100% brand. Oh, 100%. I tried to make that very, very clear in terms of it's in the bathroom drawer but, on my side yeah. of the bathroom. Also, I'm sure like 90% of them are chewed. Oh, almost all of them. That's why I don't. That's why I feel like I can't put them back in. I'm like, well, nobody's gonna want this anymore. Um, so I'll take it home because you never know. I think my stash is kind of low, and then I open the drawer and they come falling out. So many. It's been fun to see like the evolution of the pens that we've used it's too. True, huh? Um, because we've done that even with our programs too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan was cleaning know, out yeah. our back count room the other day and came across some of our old programs, like through the years, the pictures of my family and the number of kids that have changed, the look has changed, mm-hmm. the color scheme, everything. I know, Brent's hair. My hair has changed. <laughs> like, who's this kid? Good grief. Um, what a what a child. When did he plant this church? Um, yeah, no, just yeah. Uh, all of that kind of has been, you know, an interesting piece. And, and we've definitely even changed the pins that we've used, too. That's kind of a funny, funny thing to go across. Mm. But yeah. What I, else? Oh. I don't know that I would qualify that as a pirating. Stealing pins? Stealing pins. I steal pins almost every time we go through the bank drive through <laughs> Do you, you know what I'm Why saying? Why are you such a pen stealer? No, I just forget. <laughs> I like, I pull it out to like fill out the deposit form or the uh-huh. withdrawal form or whatever. And you then I'll drive back off. Back in the butt. Okay. No, and then I drive off, and I th- and I look down, and I'm like, oh, I got their pin still. Cool. So if you work <laughs> in a bank and you're like, I hate those kind of people, you go to a church with that kind of a person. And I don't do it. I honestly, I don't do it intentionally because sure. if I thought about it, I would totally return it. I really don't care that much. 
But there's that's one of the reasons why I could never. I know people buy expensive pens. Like I know that yeah, that's a uh-huh. thing for people because they like love how it feels or writes or whatever. I could never do that. I would lose that in a in a week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no question. It'd be gone. Yeah. So it'd I'm be just a waste of money. Probably more of the buy expensive pen type of person. You are. Yeah, I and like you, I keep yeah. track of things like that, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I have, uh, but I'm also not super picky about my pen. I say that, but then I also thought I would lose my AirPods. I got AirPods for my birthday like two years ago, and I thought, oh man, it's just a matter of time before these. Didn't are... you lose them once, or lose the case, or something? Mm, what happened once? Maybe like at the gym or something like that. Oh, probably. Yeah, I but I got it back. So yeah. I mean, uh, I've had them for like two years now, and Congratulations. it's been it's been, and they're great. And they are in my pocket as much as my keys are, which is an unbelievable thing. All right. That's total sidetrack. You got a copy of my notes in front of you. Was there anything that stood out to you? Um, I just... Oh, by the way, can we, can we talk about the setup? Because I don't know if, of the room on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Because this, <laughs> so, was, this was really funny and awkward for all of us, except so that it didn't show up. What happened is, like, midweek... Andrew cleaned all of the chairs out of the theater. Because we're going to be uh, doing the floors. Mm-hmm. We're going to be resealing the floors. And so and you have to like buff it out and then you know, paint it and all that stuff. I went down there with him for some reason. And I was like, oh, are Kylie and I just going to sit on the floor? And he was like, no, we'll put some chairs up. And I was like, okay, whatever. So then I walked down on Sunday and there's two chairs. In a room that seats 414 yeah. people. There's two chairs, right? Like six feet apart from each other in the middle of the room, yeah. right in front of the stage. Well, and he had them up at the front, <laughs> like in the like the, the spitting zone of, of where I, I talk on or whatever. Um, and then I, I moved them back because I was like, that's, that's so awkward for me. I'd rather have them a little further back. So if I do end up looking at them, it's not that far off from the camera. Uh-huh. But it was definitely awkward. I could tell like so you guys were both. he did it 100% on purpose. Yeah. So I walked down and there they are in the middle. I started chuckling and I, maybe that was a little pirate moment of me. I was like, whatever, Andrew, I'm going to sit in that chair. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try and make me feel uncomfortable. And then Kylie just came and sat right down next to me. So. So, so funny, man. <laughs> he took a picture at one point. I don't know what he oh, did. Oh, did he? Oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah. Awkward. Uh, the things we'll always remember about. <laughs> COVID year of quarantine is preaching to a mostly empty room with two. It looks like it looks like the smallest (laughs) truth line ever. Like, oh, man, I feel so bad for that guy. He's preaching to his wife and his friend. (laughs) One friend. His wife. I bet that's his wife and his one and her one friend that she has because they drop planted in the middle of Kentucky and don't know anybody. And they're just doing church in an old theater. Uh, It was great. Um, I think I just, I loved the, like, it was part of your talk, but the, um, the declaration and invitation piece of it. Yeah. yeah. Just like, At the very end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's, that is like, he's like, Hey, I am, this is who I am and you need to join me. Like part of this is joining me in this fight to open doors and, um, bring like open up boundaries for people that have been ostracized by society um and i think it was a particularly important message for everything that's happening now and um as we like as a whole nation and people kind of address our privileges and our powers and where we're gonna stand and how we're gonna join um like if you call yourself christian like you've been invited to do that also yeah 
Um, in fact, it's like one of their biggest invitations. Right. And right. so, um, just like, and I don't know, just like that piece of it was, I didn't have a whole lot of coherent thoughts about it, but good. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm excited. We're going to do a couple more weeks of this and, uh, then figure out hopefully yeah. some summer stuff, summer schedule stuff. Sunday's Father's Day, in case you forgot. Is it this Friday? This Sunday? It, yep. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I might get to golf this weekend, guys. <laughs> Yahoo! That's awesome, uh, fun, nice. Uh, well, happy Father's Day to all you dads who are gonna be like, listening to this. For a second, I was like, "I'm not a father." No, okay. I, not to you. So. <laughs> Have fun watching NASCAR and probably golf on TV. I think there's golf like every weekend now. That's from exciting till like next year. But until um, next year. let's do our say something interesting. Yeah. Are we all right? You want to go first? Sure. Okay. Um. So I have um. One of my big quarantine things is, and just in life, I'm a big proponent of dancing it out, which means that like if you're having a bad day or something's weird or you're just having a lot of emotions, you crank up some music and just like solo dance party it. Yeah. Um, I, I believe in the power of dancing it out. But that phrase I was thinking about last night, that phrase came from the show Grey's Anatomy um, because Meredith Grey and Christina Yang, they dance it out a lot. And so... It was brought to popularity by Grey's Anatomy. So I was thinking about different things that we say or like words brought that we out use by TV shows that are were either like invented by TV shows or made popular by TV shows. Sure. I bet there's 10 of them that are from Seinfeld. A lot of them are yes. from Seinfeld. So, um, which speaks to the power and of And the, the other of it. really, really common one was um, The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. They have a lot like dough. Is one of like Homer's dog. Yeah. Um, well, they've been running for, I think, 74 years yeah. now. <laughs> so, did you know that spam, the thought of spam being like a, like email, like bad emails, whatever, comes from Monty Python? No. Yeah. But spam a lot was yeah. the. Well, so they, it comes from a 1970 Monty Python sketch. Where they're like in a bar and there's these like Vikings who are just saying spam and like overriding whatever the other characters are trying to say. Yeah. And then when like email started, like people would start doing that. And so that's where spam came from. It's from Monty Python. Um, the Seinfeld one, regifting. That is a Seinfeld, yeah. Seinfeld. coined yeah. term. Uh, so if you use the term regifting, you're quoting Seinfeld. Um, going commando was not invented by friends, but was made popular by friends. Okay. When in one episode, Joey talks about going commando. Um, Debbie Downer. Of course. That's from SNL. From SNL. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, that was not common until SNL started, had that sketch with Debbie Downer. Back when SNL was good. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> meh, saying meh about something comes from the Simpsons. Um, so yeah, it originates Crazy. in a Yiddish, like some form of Yiddish word, but it was made popular and is Love from it. The Simpsons. And then Cowabunga is from a TV show. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, don't act like you don't know but it's, Teenage I think Mutant it's Ninja not from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, originally. Come on. It's from Howdy Doody originally. Howdy Doody? Mm -hmm. Get off it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> and then Calling the Police 5-0 comes from Hawaii 5-0. Really? That wasn't a thing it before It wasn't that? a thing before. No, I didn't know that. It was made popular with Hawaii 5-0. And I think that was it. Those are the good ones. So yeah, that was that's my something interesting. All of your words sayings. and things that we say from TV. 
I was gonna there say a lot of them. yada 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 was the uh, was uh-huh. the Seinfeld thing. There's but. a lot of them. Like those are just eight of the more funny yeah. common ones that I found. But love it. There's a lot of them. Okay, mine has a little bit to do with my pirate stuff, um, just because that's what I've been immersing myself in. Um, <laughs> have you ever heard of Port Royal? Yes. It is in Jamaica, the southwest yes. end of Jamaica, a bay, uh, kind of by a Kingston area. I'm not gonna um, lie; I think I've only heard of it in Pirates of the Caribbean. So. Oh, was it in the movies? Oh, so. okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, an actual, real, yeah. like, but pirate base that was a big kind of spot where they would go and refuel and do their kind of things. And um, I bring it up not because of of the actual history, although it actually exists as a port and still operates even today. And the defenses and it was a m- massive hub for shipping lanes in those times. But it is also a fantastic card game. Uh, that's kind of a fun little um, game that I I played I've played a few times in the last year somebody introduced me to it. and then I remember playing it in, in the name and, and not catching the pirate theme to it I mean obviously now that now I is see it is it like a like boxed card game called Port Royal yeah okay yeah like a boxed card game card called Port Royal um, I'm sure it's available at Adventures Underground I know it's available on Amazon and it's a fun little strategy it's got enough strategy that it's like actually fun to play for people like me but it's a enough of a chance where it's still fun for anybody to those are my favorite play. games I like games that are a little bit strategy yeah and a little bit like random chance right because I'm not the best strategist so if there's a little bit of random chance I can still kind of stay in the game. And then it doesn't become boring. Yeah, and it's and it's a game of like risk a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I, do I do I keep drawing and try and enhance my hand, or do I stop? If you've ever, if you remember, like, um, like the Price is Right, and like all, all the games that are like, I'm, like the little the hiker, the, uh, the Appalachian hiker guy is going up, and you're like, do I stop now or does he fall off? Like, I'm 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 risking a lot, you know, whatever. It's kind of like that a little bit, um, and they've got some expansions on it, um, but I can I'm looking at it on Amazon right now. It's about twenty bucks, and if you're going camping this year and looking for a great outdoor game that doesn't require a lot of parts that get lost in the car or on the ground or kids can swallow them um if you want to do a card <laughs> game then you should check out port royal cool. and uh enjoy it and then you learn how to play it and then invite kylie and i over and we will play it with you <laughs> and uh <laughs> do that and drink all your lemonade so um there's like air quotes around that lemonade <laughs> <laughs> only only by you only by you i'd have no idea what you're talking about all right. Well, that'll wrap it up yeah. for this week's episode of Say Something Look Interesting. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Part three of Pirate Radio is happening this weekend. We'd love to have you be a part of it on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock live. Yeah. Or for most of you, whenever the heck you want on demand after <laughs> we get done doing it. Uh, but if you are interested in watching it live, make sure to log in a few minutes early, 10 to 15 minutes early, and catch Is This How We Conversation with Megan and Kylie. Perhaps the best part of the day. Maybe. Um, I think. Uh, that's the rumor. <laughs> that's what we're seeing on the connect cards come through. And uh, yeah, and hopefully we'll be seeing you in person sometime sooner than later. And hopefully the next time we record this, um, soccer's back, baseball's back, basketball's back. I well, mean, all of the things. Basketball's not back until the end of July. <sighs> but I, I, they you at know least have I mean. like a contract and schedule and plan. Yeah, but then they keep talking about backing out on it. So well, but women's basketball just that's came definitely out in. Too, yeah. yeah. So all right. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Bye.